Hello, everybody, and uh, let's exit to port. Greetings, everyone. Greetings, Grumbles. Hello, Tiger. How are we this uh, wonderful evening in uh, June? I'm doing absolutely wonderful. I'm uh, currently only sweating from 69% of my body, <laughs> so that'll do. Nice. <laughs> Start as you mean to go on. Oh, yeah. yeah that's what she said. Um, <laughs> it is currently the 12th of June, 1739 in the evening time. Uh, me and Mr. Grumbles uh, have had our editorial meeting. Yes. Hey. I would like to note for those watching at home, watching, listening at home, uh, that I just looked at my camera and did the whole editorial meeting glance. For those that were part of the stream where this became a thing, you know, you know the, you know the look. Oh yeah, yeah it's important. You, oh yeah, it is. We would like to lead this episode by saying thank you for all the comments, questions, feedback on the last episode. It truly Absolutely. does. It, it truly does help and motivate to keep uh, a podcast going, and, uh, and, and you know. <laughs> We could probably sit here and talk forever about a lot of things, but mm. being able to involve and, and and get feedback from the community really does help with that whole thing. So sincerely, thank you to everybody who has posted questions. And for everybody who wants to post questions, there is a possibility both on on YouTube in the comments there or on Discord. We will uh, mm -hmm. once again link to both our channels, and I think I'll, I should be able to link to both of our uh, Discords, or... Meh. No, no, we might not do that, because that could end up being spammy. So, yeah, if you want to get on the Discord, you know how to get on the Discord, let's just say it like that. Exactly. Um, and especially my Discord's particularly easy, there are no height restrictions. <laughs> I won't lie. You you had me in the first half. <laughs> I was like, hold on, where where's this going? <laughs> but then it took a turn, and that's what she said. Um, I I guess we can just jump straight into it. Hmm. Um, Why not? So we're we're gonna lead off with talking a bit about the goal for playing World of Warships. This is part of a kind of a lead off of a comment I got the other day while I was celebrating one year as partner on Twitch, by the way. Hey, congratulations. Thank you. Thank you very much for that. Wouldn't be here without the community. I can say that much. Um, but I had a comment because um, as part of just making the the day filled with shenanigans and fun and, and, and interactive, I thought, okay, I'm going to let viewers decide how I play. We're talking mm -hmm. everything from uh, play the Mikasa and only use armor piercing, no secondaries and no ramming, uh, to the Kitakase, but you can only fire torpedoes off the left side of the ship. That sort of thing. These were actual strats that were suggested. Mm. 
So, okay, how do I how do I adapt? How do I adapt and try to make this as good as possible? Mm -hmm. I'll be honest, some of them were super frustrating. Mm -hmm. Like sailing the Pomeran backwards. Wait, you're not <sighs> supposed to do that? Yeah, no, only backwards. Okay, okay, it's not the yeah. Shumpa, I get you. Okay. Yeah, so, uh, it's like, okay, how, how do I deal with this? And I wasn't even in the middle so that I could possibly reach somewhere quickly. No, I was on the very flank of one of our spawns. <laughs> uh -huh. So I I did like 20,000 damage in mm -hmm. in the Pulmon, where in, in, in that sort of situation, I would probably be able to reach about, what, 50, mm -hmm. 60, 70 K on a, mm -hmm. on a weird day, but could easily have been a way higher game for me. Mm -hmm. But it's like, you know, just just how do you how how do you adapt to this? Mm -hmm. And I had a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun, and I, I think the viewers had a lot of fun with that too. But as part of that, I had a comment from one viewer pop in and say, like, I wish that streamers like yourself. You know what? Actually, I think I can go and find the actual comment from him just to make it even more uh accurate mm -hmm. um because it, it was just you know it, it was so weird it was so weird uh let me just pull up my my um well, it should be easy enough what? for you to go into your email box and just uh filter for emails from grumpy beard <laughs> <laughs> yeah no no, 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 not quite. Not quite. That's just my way of saying I miss Grumpy. Yeah, no, he's a good guy. <laughs> oh, speaking of bands, mm -hmm. just as I popped into the moderator view here, mm -hmm. you remember a while back, uh, there was some guy who followed a raid from my channel that I'd banned into mm -hmm. your channel? And you were you, you were receiving these comments because I've completely blocked him. Yes, I remember. Yeah, yeah. yeah there's an unbanned request from him saying mm -hmm. that his male uh, reproductive organ is still hard. What? <laughs> yeah. So that's just gonna go ahead and be a nope. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like here's an emergency medical number you might need. <laughs> But other than that, no. You know, good, good luck with that. Wow. Um, no, let's see here. Um, yeah, so the comment from the said band viewer uh, mm. now, because he, he annoyed me, mm -hmm. uh, was that I really wish people like you, streamers, could play for the objective and actually do what is needed from you in the role you play. Don't do requests. And then I said, you do realize I'm here primarily as an entertainer on Twitch. And my goal is not to be the best at this game. And, and I will play for the best purpose of, of having fun. You know, what games are made for. And he said, no, you are ruining the game experience for all that actually do want to win. I play this game almost every day, and yes, I'm only here to get my drops. That is all. <laughs> so, that made me think. <laughs> ha 
have we really evolved to a place where games like arcade games, free-to-play arcade games, like mm. World of Warships, is all about the win? Because I'll be honest, I'm not all about the win. Mm. And, and, and I'm not just speaking as a streamer, I'm speaking generally as a player. Because I don't know how many times on Two Brothers, like without streaming, I've sat down and thought, you know what, I'll go mid in this battleship. <laughs> because I think I'll have fun. Mm. And I have had fun. Did it contribute to the win? I don't know. I don't care. But probably that's the more thing. often than you probably more often than you or the rest of the team thought. Yes, yeah, <laughs> sure, sure. But still beside the point. Like that I Oh yeah. I'm not one of those people that look at stats. And I, I sure I can see that it's important for some, but it's, it's I I play games to have fun. I think I, that I think that there is a there's like an underlying like I don't know, I don't want to use the word problem. But there's definitely uh, something to that that obsessiveness or obsession that is born out of, I guess it's just a mixture of generally society and measuring numbers. And, you know, you can go through to like school years and kids being given grades and, and all that kind of thing, right? And I, mm. I'm not saying like go to the other extreme where it doesn't matter. They can all sit in the backyard eating grass all day or something like that. But um, I think that, I don't, I don't know what it is, but for a lot of people, that whole focusing on, on on the statistics and and that trying to win and that kind of thing, I think it you it, you lose track of the fact. You, you kind of lose that relative position and realization of like, well, but this is, as you said, just an arcade game for fun. Mm. Doesn't really matter what kind of game, but you know, okay, if you're in a serious simulation thing where where people are really trying and 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 it's more scientific and whatever, fair, you can kind of understand it more. But in an arcade, I mean, fundamentally, it's just it's an RNG game, right? Yeah. And we talked about this already before, so not to rehash it all, but you've got all these other people in there with you as well mm -hmm. doing whatever, right? I mean, someone could sneeze, click their mouse button because they sneezed with, without, you know, out of control, fires their guns, they're in a low health DD, they get killed. Does that make them, you know, what, did they yeah. ruin the game for everyone else or whatever? It's like someone sneezed. It's like, lit, you know, this is how how ridiculous it is. Yeah, so, life yeah. happens. Yeah. It does. Though I, I just, I just feel like there are better games out there if if you're only looking to win there mm -hmm. are way better games out there and if you're looking to win and where you have more control over that and and i i see it so many times like in chat somebody suddenly going off the rails mm -hmm. on somebody and because there's a ban cv player heading for you in his Holland <laughs> while you're in a Max Immelmann trying to... No, I wasn't even in Immelmann. I was in a tier 8. I was in a tier 8 CV. Mm. And and the, the flank had collapsed um, while I was on one side trying to help said player who went off the rails on me. Mm -hmm. And 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 it was just way too late. Like it it, it literally collapsed in in the matter of seconds. And so me starting to try to move my CV 
while he was screaming, ah, oh, you gotta help me kill this Kleber, or whatever it was. Mm -hmm. I'm like, kind of busy over here, dude. You know, yeah, being chased yeah. down by a Hollan that is literally just killing my planes as I'm taking off. What, what do you want from me? Oh, you gotta help me kill this. I can't. I think people, you know, it's it's that the mixture or the, or that gray line or whatever that 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 uh, subtle borderline that a lot of people miss mm. between friendly competitiveness. Let's play a game. We try and win. You know, yeah. and and then. Maybe there's a little element of it that comes psychologically or whatever from from the virtual nature of it is. I mean, it's all so abstracted, right? The yeah. best you've got is text chat, which doesn't convey context or sentiment with it. It's just literal flat words. So it can be, you know, I've done it before. I read a thing. I'm like, well, oh, that was mean. And then I reread it afterwards and think, oh, maybe they were actually just trying to communicate a very mm -hmm. neutral sort of factual thing that, that I read as in a different way or put a different yeah. meaning to or whatever. And I think so I think the abstraction of like everyone's behind a certain name like who's going to take what major look silly says seriously in chat right if you do more fool you <laughs> yeah. anyway most of the time but you know and and that and that false sense of like i don't know if it's like a sense of security or but that like i can say anything i want because you're not actively thinking that you're hidden behind this but you are and and you you subconsciously know this right so you kind yeah. of if it was like you know, Joe Bloggs was was the you know your RL life and and everything about you know you're working and your social network and your family and all that. It's not as likely that Joe Bloggs would then say you're an absolute blah 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 yeah because everyone would be like wow Joe's in a bad mood today kind of thing. Um, so I think there's that and and I think that the competitiveness that we all have kind of on an instinctual level like mm. a survival you know. Um, instinct sort of thing that, that maybe because all this technology has, has kind of sprung up on us almost out of nowhere mm. in, in a kind of a lifetime evolutionary sort of sense or whatever, um, that, that I think a lot of people lack the coping mechanisms uh, for it. And uh, and and also because a lot of the time gaming is, is an escape um, for us all. And sometimes, you know, you, you can be in a bad situation or bad position or whatever and and then that escapism isn't going the way you want it to either so it kind of compounds the topic and then and, and i think that's what causes people to lash out you know in almost in a you know misbehaving child kind of a way which mm. you know is 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 kind of a misnomer because it's not really a child thing it's just a a another humanoid misbehaving at a certain point or just having a bad moment you know yeah. um but yeah I, I agree i think it would be I wish there was an easier way, and I think the only way that we have, and I think we try to do our best with it, is to build communities that kind of share that, call it like a, a sort of a, a decent underlying philosophy of it's game, we're here to have fun together, let's try to, you know, not be toxic. Yeah. Um, and, and, and keep in mind that there's somebody at the other end of that other keyboard and mouse, you know? Yeah, like, it, it, it's... it's... <laughs> The problem for me here is, of course, that I would never do anything like that in in a ranked game. A ranked game is literally about doing your very best. Mm. I I feel like random battle. Mm -hmm. It's kind of in the word. It's a random battle. You never know what kind of people you'll 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 have on your team. You'll never know what kind of uh, stuff will happen in the setup or everything, you know? Mm -hmm. It's literally random. I so, 
think so, you, 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 you might hit, I mean, it just occurred to me now as you were saying mm. that, but you might have hit on maybe one of the underlying kind of challenges, let's say, that we face in that context is that yeah. I think that random battle, because I, I see it the same way, um, but I dare say maybe when I very first started out in the game where there wasn't all these other things, I, I don't think, or I think maybe for a considerable portion of the player base, random battle really isn't that as we're describing it mm. um it's really the place where they go to be competitive um if you see what i mean so and yeah, i think that fair. i think that because ranked is let's you know in, in the simplest shortest way i can describe it it's awkward it's mm. not really competitive in a real kind of hardcore esports tournament kind of a way um that that it was tried to be sold as or or, or mm -hmm. you know supposed to be um it isn't really that there's too much you know imbalancing there's too there's there's just too many factors that go and the fact that you've still got the rng and everything else so um and i think a lot of people are put off or intimidated or frustrated whatever however it comes across to them in their mind but i think a lot of people just don't want to go anywhere near rank. you know most people would say i can't be bothered with rank or i'm not even going to play it anymore and that kind of thing and i've gone through exactly those emotions as well because mm -hmm. some of that extra competitive edge comes across as uh, you know in toxicity negativity you know lots of reports or people just not understanding and playing very well yeah. all those kind of so i think that everyone defaults back to randoms because that's kind of the core of the the backbone of the game if you will and so i think that random sorry i think i said random but i meant random uh random battles is effectively the competitive place for more competitive minded people and i think that that you there's no easy solution of like people like ourselves that are much more yeah, we try and win but it's a game and then we're here to have fun and play casually and and just enjoy ourselves you know mm. and, and we understand that we're more competing against ourselves uh, rather than anything else you know and and then whatever percentage of the player base might be i i don't know maybe a gut feeling might be at least half of them um that see it as actually this is the place where i'm gonna go and prove myself and 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 and, and that's where this thing about numbers being important and all the rest of it comes into it um yeah, so I think you you know that might be um, might be part of the challenge is is that and maybe this leans back into things we talked about before with the game not developing or sufficiently developing and enhancing alternative um, methods of enjoying the experience. Mm. You know, like lack of operations and what they're doing with the brawls thing where kind of an interesting idea could have had some legs to it but it turns out well five people or however many of the number is can just group up and know what they're going to do and play and like each other and all the rest of it and turn up against five or however many number of random people that yeah. have no clue what they're doing and aren't communicating um that doesn't solve the problem that, it that doesn't, only it it doesn't. exacerbates it so I, you know quick quick thought mm. i just had mm. would it be better to redo the wording of this and because what they've started doing with ranked is of course that they've stretched out the seasons they've stretched out so that there's a longer time to play it's not it's not just something that happens for one week or something mm -hmm. uh, and they've they've they have all these sprints that that lead uh, further oh sorry further and further into mm -hmm. the the season mm -hmm. would it be better to have the the other game mode called casual mm. instead of random call it casual 
where there's no extra sort of matchmaking there's no ladders there's no there's no effect on your stats mm -hmm. and then you have ranked which would in, in essence be randoms but with with focus on wins focus on on doing as much damage as possible because i'm i'm just thinking out loud here with Mm -hmm. With that being a thing, then you could say, okay, the battleship that tanked the most throughout the season, well, he gets a bit more mm -hmm. something. Or the, the the torpedo boat that dealt the most torpedo damage or spotted the most, you know, something like mm -hmm. that. You can give extra to those because mm -hmm. then you accentuate how to play a role, right? Mm-hmm. I like that. Would uh, would uh, that uh, be a thing that would help the the sort of the 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 mindset for mm -hmm. the viewer that came in here and, and and I'll be honest, he kind of screwed up the mood. Oh, he really didn't. I was I was on top of the world that day. He didn't really screw up the mood, but mm. he really could have. He honestly yeah. could have with this comment. So because that would leave him a place to do his thing. Mm -hmm. It will also be very clear cut in the player contract that while you're playing this game mode you try mm -hmm. your best you do these things and you get rewarded for doing your best thing because i'm i'm all aboard with what he said mm. just not while i'm in randoms you know yeah so i think i i i like the idea i think that um I mean, the very first thing, like what I thought when well, I was listening to what you were saying is the first thing that sprang to mind is why not just delete the win rate statistic completely? <laughs> well, right? yeah. Right? Just just get rid of that one statistic that everyone's kind of far too hung up on. Mm -hmm. I've noticed recent in recent months there is slowly being a shift towards personal rating. I'm very worried that I've seen personal rating being brought up in chats. Of, oh, I've just looked up your PR. Blah, blah, blah. Right. Okay. So stop stop internet stalking, please. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, and <laughs> um, but uh, I think that there's definitely merit to to what you're suggesting. I think that. And this is where I, I'm not putting it back on wargaming entirely, but this is where an, another example for me where wargaming could do a significant uh, bit of work and improvement towards um, removing toxicity and, and, and um, encouraging more camaraderie and shared enjoyment of this product, even if we all enjoy it in different ways to different degrees. Mm. But I think that they're missing for me, maybe this relates a little bit to the rebooting the CC program, whatever. I, I don't know. But I think that Wargaming in their community management, or I hate the word management in that context, the so community, let's say development and so forth and guide yeah. guidance, they could make great leaps and bounds if they, for example, your suggestion, you could have two things. One, and they've done this in the past. I can't remember whether it was in Ranked or where they did it, but they did a thing for, or if it's like seasonal competitions, where they would say, here's the top 10 people that... that um, we used to have this on NA server about a year, year and a half ago, where it was like you could literally, like, whoever had got this particular number of kills or whatever, you know, and there was just a mm. leaderboard, like the top 100. So everyone would have brackets of like you'd all be able to fulfill kind of the basic stuff right. for, even for casual players and if you really wanted to try there was like a, a one through 100 of the top 100 
people in that particular category. I can't remember. I can't really picture it in my mind. Right, I can sort of see the table, but I can't remember what the what the subjects were. It's probably like number of kills or total number of XP earned or something like that. Right. Yeah. Not saying that they had it right then, but it but it gives you something to kind of aim at, and and if you want to measure it or wherever you can. But it's a very temporal thing, like a very point in time. Over this next month or something, this happens. Um, and 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 you can compete in it, and then you can just see where you ended up or not. But there was also this kind of safety net underneath of like, but everyone gets a little slice of the pie as long as you, you know, kind of play ten battles and 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 whatever. Like so, potential damage for a battleship, things like that, yeah. and then have some suitable levels of rewards that you could dish out to people based on that. Because I think that it's about reward and recognition, and where the game is incredibly weak from my point of view is that um you know we're all we're always talking about team play and lack of team play and all this other stuff yeah, and, and exactly. there's a lot where the to- toxicity comes from is um is that everything is is oriented towards rewarding the individual yeah um and a lot of it is done in a very very subtle almost passive way like looking at your statistics essentially you've got your statistic breakdown it's really cool there's loads of mathematics in there there's loads of of things to look at and you can measure your your numbers over time and see if you're improving i'm for example often trying to work on my on my average damage because am i actually being effective am i putting out what i need to in various ships and stuff like that just it just interests me and it gives me something that i can work on for myself without it really bothering anybody else you know um but there's no meaning to it or, or no, rather there's no kind of reward and recognition um to it and i think that that would be something that could really enhance um more uh, you know more positive elements of of the gaming experience is that people would say well look at that my uh, you know maybe this is a bad example but say in the month of june these were my numbers and because of those numbers i got you know this amount of coal yeah and then, and then you could have those in brackets. So, like everyone who got like a hundred thousand of this got this amount of coal and so forth. And then, and then these numbers would suddenly have a meaning and and a reward aspect to them. And I know that there are um, because people probably bring this up in the comments. Maybe is is there are like the daily and the recurring missions and all, but those are all so mundane and boring and and almost irrelevant like you can look at them like i know you do this and i've started this a little bit as well and it's kind of good psychologic for us to kind of give ourselves a target i'll take this and say oh i like the sound of this one i really like the way you do that um it's a cool thing and it's good that you encourage that in the community as well by by doing that i just think why why can't we make that more more of an active thing rather than it being the game games like well i put all this palette of things in front of you it's up to you if you if you chew on the cheese or you take the salami or whatever it's like well why not just make it a little bit more obvious what people can get um from some of this um wouldn't it be nice if you logged in like every monday and the screen that popped up wasn't just the click here for some free thing but it was a oh here's the breakdown of how your last week went um and as a result of that you're getting this much coal or this yeah. much silver credit or something like that. Because and you, be like, oh, you, cool. you're being measured towards yourself. Yeah. You're not being measured towards everybody else. Mm-hmm. And and you have small obtainable goals to reach for. Mm-hmm. That could be cool. Don't don't break it down in the way like, oh, and this is down from last week or so on. Or, oh, no, 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 no. no, no. no. Oh. Just say, this is, the, this is the breakdown of your last week. 
here and they is have a price. those mechanics already they do. right they do if you look at the um the recruitment thing that's exactly mm -hmm. how that works this is what your recruits have done last week it pops up on the screen and you get this many points and you can spend it on abc and and the good thing there is you can choose to um share that out amongst your recruits as well it's kind of fun like when you were talking about this whole uh like the cheese and the salami and everything mm. what popped into my head about world of worships players is we're kind of like toddlers <laughs> yeah and hear me out because if you say to a toddler what do you want for dinner they'll say ice cream <laughs> the world of worships equivalent for this is i want to win and get steel <laughs> yeah yeah or get a, a a ship out of all super containers i ever get you know that sort of thing <laughs> however if you break it down to a player and say, what do you want to do? Do you want to play ranked and get steel? Or do you want to get, do you want to play casuals or randoms and get coal and, and just have fun? Mm. You know, I, I'm, I'm breaking it down weirdly, but limit the options, you know? <laughs> Or, just, or make it clearer when you make your selection what that's going to lead you towards. Sure. And, but, and then make it really kind of in your face what you're getting back from that. Sure. But like this this directly connects to my my thought of there's content saturation. Mm. Limit the options and say, here's what you get in these places. What do you want to do? Mm -hmm. That way... The toddler gets the question, what do you want for dinner? Do you want fish or sausages, you know? Mm. Bad comparison, but mm. you get my drift there. I definitely get your drift, yeah. Because so that I, way you also have the better idea for what is your goal for playing the game, mm -hmm. you know? It's just... But uh, yeah, I think I think there's that, and I think there's there's another even maybe more subtle aspect of it is, and I try to try to kind of I was going to say preach then I thought oh, this, I don't know if I should use that word, but what I always try to remind people of is, um, and what I've said about statistics whenever statistics have come up as a as a major conversation in the past is I, I say to people you're as good as the game you're currently in. And the very last game you played before that, because it's fresh in your memory. Yeah. Everything else is irrelevant. Just think, did you make a mistake last time? Did you do well? And build from there. And then focus on the game you're currently in and try to enjoy everything that's going on in that one battle. And don't, you know, and don't think about the next 10 ahead or whatever. Just literally one battle at a time yeah. and because I, I think that's part of the other aspect and, and it goes as well with your content saturation perspective uh, points of view um that i share is is that there's so much going on like in the port like outside of battle is that being in battle has, has almost been resigned to being like oh this is the little annoying bit on the side yeah and hurry up and i can get through this battle quickly and if if we lost it was everyone else's fault except mine and if we won i was brilliant and carried it um <laughs> and then i get back to the port and then i and then i'm like oh, what's what's shining on the screen where where what, what did i get for that how much where's the stuff yeah where's my exactly. free masashi um yeah agreed <laughs> yeah <laughs> And all this from one person saying, I wish you didn't do requests. <laughs> hey, buddy. I wish you'd stream so I could come to your stream and relax and not see any requests. Hey, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. 
I'm only here for the drops anyway. Yeah, sure. <laughs> sure. You know Look, what? I'm sorry, okay. I was in a bad mood that day. <laughs> you know what? It's like you said in the editorial meeting. Next time I'll just, you know, sit in a hot tub in the uh, in the, the porch and and have World of Warships as the the, the the category. That way people can get drops and also get hot tub streamers at the same time, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> The world, I tell you, like sometimes I, I really can't understand humans. So, uh, here's one, right? Just before we move on, yeah. But just speaking of what you just said, reminded me. I can't remember if I told you this before or not. But during Enlisted, uh, when they did the weekend with the drops, yeah, there was a channel Russian. No, mm -hmm. That's irrelevant. I'm not saying that because I'm pointing at Russia or whatever. It just happened. I'm just mentioning the fact. Yeah. So it was a Russian channel, and they had like something like all drops all the time or something like that right or 24 hour stream of drops right yeah. and it was literally they streamed live the whole time with the menu like showing one of the troop, troop squads or something and it they just left it live over the whole weekend and i actually had it up in the background with with the 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 tab muted in the browser and yeah. just left it there so i could get drops because no skin off anyone's nose you know no. um and I, yeah, it just made me uh, remember that right then when you said that. That reminds me of one of the Warships channels I, I've often seen. I don't remember his name, but I know I've reported it because he's in the Warships category, but there's mm. not Warships on the channel. Mm. So, so that is a breach there. But that, what you just mentioned, mm -hmm. it's not a breach. Well, I Showing don't... enlisted... I was really confused at first. So I was like, what is the point? And there were people like actually chatting and stuff. Yeah. And I was like, but they were having, I realized they were having conversations with each other because <laughs> there was literally no streamer there. So oh. we're back to the IRC day suddenly. <laughs> huh. Maybe that's what I'll do for my next 24 hour stream or something. Find something yeah. that gives drops and just have it on in a menu and then I'll go and sleep or something. A weird bit with the hype trains and the fact that they made partner in three days. <laughs> Speaking of making partner and streaming, mm. we have we have a few questions and comments regarding streaming that uh, we're going to touch on. Mm -hmm. uh, before we, we, this is going to be a conversation. This is probably going to be the main meat and potatoes of uh, of today's podcast. Mm. Um, but. Uh, we have comments from both uh, Margana and Finn McCormis, um and, and Dominica, who are Dominica's part of my uh, community at least. And yeah, he's probably been over on your channel several times. Oh yes, yeah. we know Dominica. We're so, aware of Dominica. Yes, we are. We are fully aware of you, Dominica. <laughs> that went weird. Stop staring at us. <laughs> anyway, the the comments from Marangana are: mm. How do you pick moderators as a streamer? Uh, how do you find your emote artists or inspiration for emotes if you do them yourself? And if you could pick a meme ship and have it in warships, no matter what, if it all existed in game or not, what would it be and why? So I'm just going to quickly say that straight out there. I have no idea. <laughs> I have no idea what ship I'd want in warships. How about you? I do. I I, I scribbled it down before because it okay. made me. I thought so. I'm going to pick a ship that's in the game. Yeah. Um, um, and uh, I'm going to go out on a limb here and uh, please take Sasula and disappoint everyone else. But I would love to have the Graf Zeppelin. 
um, augmented by at least a couple of Marceau guns um, <laughs> okay. and one set of Harlan tops. Oh, God. Just for self-defense. Okay. Uh, and okay. I'm, uh, by the way, just to clarify, I'm talking about the Grass Zeppelin, you know, back when secondaries used to work properly. Yeah, yeah there you go. There you mm. go. Anyway, yeah, um, th there you go. So mm. moving on with other questions uh, regarding streaming and such. Finn asks, what's a good starter spec for desktop PC streaming? What peripherals should you have slash obtain to make the most of your early streaming after establishing that you wish to continue? One or two PC setup? Uh, we'll explain a bit more about what that means. And upgrading hardware as you establish your channel, affiliate and above, choices and recommendations. Uh, there's also a, a, um, a bit of a comment on, on one of the YouTube channels that uh, thanks for the section on sound and, and uh, sound engineering. It makes me wonder what other tips you could pass on uh, these uh, as we're interested in beginning to stream. Um, so yeah, and a comment from Dominica. I know I'm, I'm a freaking offender with this, but what are your thoughts on viewers joining your games during streams? Any etiquette rules you believe to be important? So we are, we're going to be touching on a few of these. Probably all of them, honestly. Um, First and foremost, I just want to say to anybody who wants to start streaming, do it. But one thing I want you to keep in mind that a lot of people lose focus on or not if rather not lose focus on, but they hyper focus on the numbers. Mm. If you're not in this to do it as your day to day job or you're not in this to grow to a certain extent or, or such. Don't look at the numbers because the first thing that'll happen is that when you reach one of those plateaus, it's going to just, it, it's going to wreck all sorts of self-esteem you have. It's going to ruin your love for streaming. It's going to ruin your love for being live because suddenly you find yourself in, in, in almost a, a battle with chat or, or your community or whatever you want to call them where you are no longer uh, you're no longer there as a team you're no longer there as somebody together no you are fighting for their love and for their views and if, if they don't show up then you are the one losing out on that that's that's in essence where you'll end up and i've i've seen so many tiktoks on this where people are showing off their average numbers and their their follower goals and such and sure have goals have something to work towards but do not let yourself get stuck in those numbers that's, i agree it, it's scary yeah you've got to so you've got to go into it or you don't have to i would recommend Having kind of gone through all that roller coaster of, of both sides of that, mm. I would recommend um, trying as best as possible to go into it with a with a build it and they will come mentality. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. And this also maybe this comes with the with the side note of like and sometimes you need to rebuild it <laughs> and and they will come or they will return or whatever because 
one thing that's for sure is if you looked at anybody's day one stream, even like super pros out there, I'll take give you an example, Co-Carnage, and look at some of the like really, really YouTube, early YouTubes and stuff like that. And sometimes you lose a little bit of perspective because the text moved on, quality of things are better and whatever. But um, like Co was, you know, he's got a, a natural talent for it and comes from a, a dev background and that kind of thing. So very, um, in, uh, you know, um, up to speed and, and, and advanced yeah. and all that. But like just... If you look at it in terms of like the pure technical quality, I guess it was all fine. But you look at like how he presented himself, mm-hmm. you know, and, and and overlay use and all that kind of thing. And you look at what he does today, and it's a long time on and a million followers later and all the rest of it. But it is like universes apart. It so is. So I would advise looking at something like that as an example of, well, look how amazing that guy is and what he does and the huge community and whatever else. And and then see the difference of like when when they started, you know. So you will definitely make mistakes. You will definitely, as Tiger said, you'll have times where it just plateaus. Like maybe you'll get a raid or two somewhere, and it'll be all of a sudden you'll you'll you, you feel like the rate, all the rage, all the trend, or whatever, and and you, you go from like fifty followers to like a hundred, hundred fifty, two hundred, whatever, right? Yeah. And then it will suddenly sit there at like two hundred for like. A couple of months or something, you one or two even coming see in. A drop in followers yeah, suddenly too. Yeah, because you get the like I call it the weekly dip or something where mm-hmm. where randomly a few drop off because of algorithms or or or, or whatever reason, you know. So yeah. um, what what's really hard because a lot of the goals that are given to you by the by the program and and whatever in the service are all about numbers is they kind of draw you in and suck you into this mass obsession with numbers um and and then but all the sort of older hats and and those that have been around a little bit longer give you the advice of like don't focus on numbers and you're like but how can i not focus on numbers when i need numbers to to fulfill these goals or to feel like i'm succeeding on the platform the the key to all of it is 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 having fun yeah feeling and and finding your space you know and, and being able to express yourself and and then comes the harsh reality sometimes, and this is a little bit like the looking in the mirror versus someone else looking looking at you and observing mm-hmm. or whatever, is the harsh reality might be you might think this is the bee's knees, the brilliant, this is the best thing, and you're getting better and better every five minutes of stream and, and whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, the audiences don't come or, the, or they come along and they don't stay. Um, usually that's an indication that, that, well, it's an indication for a number of different things. Often it's an indication that maybe you're just you're going a little reaching a little bit too far with something or or deviating a little bit away from where you're you're naturally comfortable and, and kind of enjoying expressing yourself in a fun and engaging way. Um it can sometimes also be completely out of your control that you know um widget ABC or whatever um uh, I don't know GTA 6 just dropped yeah. and you just don't happen to do that. So everybody's come to GTA Six, um, you know. You, so you've got to be mindful that of of looking outside of your own little sort of sphere of influence and seeing what's going on, um, you know, what's trending, where where is everyone going right now, that kind of thing. And and you know, and this and the other thing um, so to to round that point off is is again looking back and 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 for me, I always find it a little bit cringy sometimes, but it's important to every once in a while just look back at some of your videos or a highlight or a few clips or anything. Just just spend a little bit of time and try to look at it as neutrally as possible and think would would I be engaged by with this? Do I find it fun? Um, or is it too tryhardy or, or fake or something like that? And and just see if you're and and be honest with yourself, right? Ask yeah, yourself, exactly. am I enjoying this? 
am I am I enjoying this? Am I being kind to myself? Mm -hmm. Two very important questions when you're streaming. Um, and what you mentioned about co, like the growth, the 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 change, um, going from just this guy sitting down to play some games and show that off to being able to do it full time. Mm. It takes a long time. Mm. Some people have a lot of luck and, and get picked up by a network or something that, that promotes them. But mm -hmm. um, I recently had a, a conversation with Shoggy or Shogaflicious, mm -hmm. good friend of mine, moderator. Um, he mentioned that one of the big changes for Ko from when he went from um, a few hundred subs to a few thousand subs was when he had just done a full playthrough of Fallout 3 and ended that just as Fallout 4 came out. Mm -hmm. He had emotes, he had everything ready to go. Mm. This is not a starter move. Mm -hmm. What you mentioned about being aware of what goes on outside is incredibly important because whereas there might be a new trend with a new game that comes out super popular that is going to draw viewers away but if you're not comfortable playing it don't play it mm -hmm. keep on going in your way and, and this this kind of plays into something i've mentioned before regarding make sure that you're being you because you can only hold up a lie for so long. Mm -hmm. So being yourself and, and is important. And I know I've said this before that everybody can stream, sure. But streaming might not be for everybody. I'm just going to go ahead and be that blunt. Um, so looking outside of of your own little bubble and and realizing okay yeah it's now been seven years or whatever and i haven't hit affiliate maybe this isn't for me i don't know like it, it's it, it's weird it's such a weird subject and topic because not everybody aims to become affiliate, but like, make sure of what your goals are. Do you want to hit affiliate? Do you want to hit partner? Or do you just want a platform to sit down and share with others? Yeah, and I think that that, that exactly correlates to the point about build it uh, and they will come or rebuild it. Yeah. And, and and that depends, as you said there, on, on your goals. If your goal is literally just to, in your spare time or, or whatever, uh, just, you know, spend some time sharing um, the experience with some people, um, then that's cool. Um, but but I think you're right as well in that you have to ask yourself, are you actually, are you genuinely enjoying that or, or is that becoming more like a habitual thing where you're not really sure if it's any good for you or not or if you should be doing it, but it's kind of what you do. Um, so I think that's that, but, but that's a tough one that people just have to ask themselves. And if you do have that genuine kind of, you know, sort of, inner conversation or whatever and, and mm -hmm. challenge yourself and you decide you do want to do it, you really want to do it, then ultimately you've also got to maybe bite the bullet and say, well, 
maybe I need to reboot this. I need to rethink it. I need to come at it from a different angle. Because, mm. um, you know, there might be also the possibility that you find something... That I suppose there's a fine line sometimes between when we ask the question, am I having fun and enjoying this? There's a difference between, well, I really like playing Civ Six. <laughs> so every time you start for Civ Six, you put your stream on. <laughs> you stream it. There's a yeah. difference between that yeah what you're doing just idling your time away because i i've sometimes i've bumped into a few streams sometimes where it's like like there's literally someone just playing a game but they're not mm. playing a game in the way of entertaining or sh or really sharing the experience yeah they're just playing a video game <laughs> and the and i'm like uh does you know kind of like does anything happen here or no and uh, yeah, so I think some. T I think maybe there's there's probably a significant proportion of of folks out there that are, are literally just kind of doing like a Discord share your screen kind of thing, but they're doing it via the Twitch platform. So, and again, nothing wrong with that. But no, no nothing wrong with that yeah. at all. It's a, and that could be the goal for somebody. And and, and I mm -hmm. do know there are quite a lot of people that do enjoy that. Mm. But, I mean, sometimes it's relaxing to just oh, yeah. go through it, right? I'm not. I'm not meaning to be critical. I'm. I'm saying in the case where people are, why is this not growing? Why is this not becoming yeah. more of a thing or whatever? Yeah. Then you know, then you need to look at it and say, well, and that's where watching your own content, or maybe just if you can't do it yourself, maybe have someone that you trust and respect um, have a look at your content and maybe give you a few pointers about it. Maybe maybe you're just making a couple of those quite common mistakes, like one we we talk about this probably a bit later anyway, but. Like, like audio where like mm -hmm. the game audio is completely blasting anything you're saying or doing um off the stream yeah then people won't come in and you might see numbers like five or ten people but they're not this even the same five or ten people they're just five or ten people who pop their head in here's suddenly a loud explosion in the game and then leave again and then the next five or five people come in yeah so yeah find find your niche too right mm. Um, the, the thing about like, what should I stream? Like, I, I don't know. Like, only you can answer that. I, I, I feel. And one thing I feel is important to stress here is just how vulnerable you are mm. while you're sitting there. Like you are, you're sitting down to do something you love, something you enjoy, but you're also opening yourself up to the public, to comments, to everything, really. And you gotta be, you, you gotta be prepared for how do I handle this? How do I, how do I deal with somebody coming in and, and saying something that could potentially be very uh hurtful um like one of the and it's gonna be weird to say this after having been on the platform for what many years now is <laughs> one of the the comments that that hit me the hardest whenever it pops up is somebody coming in and saying, huh, well, okay, uh, I'll go somewhere else. <laughs> okay, why do you feel the need to tell me? If you don't like what's going on here, either just leave or 
give me feedback in a proper way to what you feel would be better. Like the, the oh, this is boring, whatever, and then pop out like, okay, why? Why leave that as a comment? And that one hits me. I don't know why. Like, it all depends on the mood of the day, by all means. But mm. it's still like, okay, listen here, fuck face, you know? <laughs> uh, we got to have a talk. <laughs> it's like, oh, uh, yeah. Like is saying, fix your fucking stream. Yeah, exactly. No, it's, yeah, I, I know what you mean, though. There's something... I think it's just because it's chat and it has no context or sentiment, but we obviously, as humanoids, we we still interpret and place those things into what mm. we see and read, right? So I think there's just something very cold about the... Um, all right, bye. There, there's something... Uh, because because we're, you, we, we're kind of nurtured and, and, and understandably expecting some kind of, like... You know, oh, this isn't quite what what I thought it was going to be, or or you know, some, some just something that you can kind of work with. Um, and uh, but I agree with you. It's it's funny because I think there's two two sides to it on on the terms in, in terms of the person that makes a comment like that. Because I've had a couple of those, like uh, uh, you know, they don't happen often, thankfully, but every mm. once in a while. And you're like, you're like, oh, uh, actually, there's one that I wasn't even sure if I should bring it up. I had one recently where I, I missed something in chat. And somebody kind of stormed off because I'd missed like one or two comments or something, and it was and I was really gutted by that. I was like, well, you know, but this yeah. was like different circumstance because it was like a regular as well. And I was like, you know, sometimes you know what it is. Sometimes it's just a lot going on, whether it's in the game or or in the chat or both, and you miss something, right? So, but but anyway, going back to the to the to the main point is. I think there's just something that feels kind of cold and leaves us a little bit hanging. Yeah. Um, as you said, like we're we're vulnerable and sort of putting a little bit of our, uh, you know, opening ourselves up a little bit, and then somebody just kind of goes, "I don't like you." Bye. <laughs> Which is oh, fair enough. On it the, is on fair. The surface. Yeah. yeah. But it still feels like well, I, it makes you wonder because we're conscientious people. Uh, we, you know, you have to kind of build that thick skin up over time, but mm -hmm. at the same time. I think you and I shared traits where we like we don't want to build that thick skin up too much because we we also or certainly I you know speaking for myself I don't want to feel like you know that I have that hard shell or you know or I don't want to build that up too much in case you know it kind of backfires on me one day when I'm like oh I don't care and I actually miss a comment that's actually quite well placed or yeah. And well-meaning and i just take it the wrong way or something and i agree with you as well it depends on mood and energy levels and all those kinds of things because sometimes they just catch you at the moment where you're like oh god now i just want to end the stream and go and cry yeah <laughs> so no you you have to be prepared for those moments and and regarding this whole missing something <laughs> i'm i'm looking at my four screens right now mm. And on one screen, I have Audacity for uh, for recording. In mm -hmm. the background there is Pretzel, ready to go for whenever I stream. Uh, on that screen, I also has my I also have my Overlook over Twitch uh, and uh, the dashboard for the stream manager and the moderator uh, view. Mm -hmm. That's also where I look up stuff on Wiki for type Generation Zero or World of Warships Wiki or whatever. Mm -hmm. 
Then there's my main monitor in front of me where the game is going on. Currently, I have the the, the talking points for this podcast. Mm-hmm. Then there's my vertical monitor on my left, right next to the camera. So whenever I look at chat, I look near the camera. That's where I have OBS with all the stats showing dropped frames and, and and all the different scenes there. I also have Chatty there with all the channels where, where everything goes on. Mm-hmm. I also have stream labels showing all the last events, mm-hmm. raids, follows, you name it. And I also have the tiny window for all the requests for channel points. Mm-hmm. So... Not to mention, I have to keep watch on the on the GoXLR to make sure that everything is fine there, mm-hmm. and, and then there's the microphone that's in my way, and you know, so that's also something to keep in mind as a streamer. Fair enough. Not everyone will have the same huge setup that I have, but <laughs> it'll quickly accumulate. Honestly. I, I mean, yeah. um, and then there's the stream deck. I, I almost forgot about the stream deck. So there's so much going on. So missing something in chat when there's potentially several hundred people there. Mm. It, I, I implore all of my viewers. And, and this is something I'm, I'm trying to be good at to kind of roll back and see, okay, did I miss something? Is there something I need to answer? Um... And, and and see in chat, okay, mm-hmm. are there things I need to cover here? I try to do that, but I will miss things. Everybody will miss things. We are human after all. Well, speak for yourself, but yeah, um, no, but I, I fully agree, and I, you know, and, and and that is something that's maybe important, and, and uh, the core thread of this this topic about streaming and starting and and what to expect and whatnot is there will be a lot going on. And it be. does become overwhelming quite quickly, uh, even with the experience. It, it becomes a little easier, but it never becomes super easy. No, no. Uh, if anything, it could possibly get harder because you're you're working on more things. You 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 implement more things into your stream. Mm. Um, and this this is actually kind of a perfect moment to talk about the question from Mari. How do you pick mm-hmm. moderators? Because there will be a time where you can't moderate your own chat anymore. I'm still mm-hmm. moderating my own chat heavily. Mm. I th- there's a reason why I have things on the side there, but that's that's more to do with my own way of being. Mm. But how do you pick moderators for for your stream? Um I, I have trust issues. <laughs> but yeah. what I can say is that one of the first people that actually the first person that I made a moderator was my brother. Mm. Not everybody is that lucky to have their own older brother be part of their stream. Mm. But if you have friends that hang out with you and and encourage you to to chat and people that you trust and, and and that you have a good relationship with already, ask them. Ask them if they want to be a moderator. Don't just moderate them straight out. Because suddenly somebody comes into chat and is like, oh, I'm a moderator? Mm-hmm. I've had that in somebody else's chat. I've come in and like, what? why do I have this sword? 
Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. That's weird. Didn't ask for it. Didn't want it. Mm-hmm. Uh, please remove it. And then they go, no. I'm like, uh, okay. Good luck. But yeah, I actually made that mistake once myself. I, uh, uh, I'm sure the person will, will, will smile heartily at it. But I, because I thought, well, this person's really capable. They, I've seen them moderate and uh perfect fit kind of thing and i and i I, it was kind of discussed but it was like discussed in in sort of a chat Mm. scenario not in a kind of like separate offline private message like i was thinking about this what do you feel about this let's talk about it kind of thing and uh and then like immediately i was like okay that might be a little bit too much they might sort of intimidating is like the wrong word but just like all of a sudden like, put, put the spotlight on them kind of thing um so i was like okay well hang on let me just rescind that because that's uh uh but it was like a little very very short-lived like thing like just like a one stream chat thing and then i thought about it and i thought that's probably just like too much all of a sudden so and then reached out and had a conversation and it was all completely fine you know but yeah. so i learned a lot from that um the, for me it was a case of I, I similar in like trust issues and i think that from a streaming point of view, everybody ha- should have that instinct of, of of trust issue in a sense or, or be very – because, you know, you're live and it's your reputation, but it's also, in, in your case, certainly your livelihood for me, like mm-hmm. uh, an important part of my life um, that, that, you know um, – Yes, I have the job and all the rest of it, but that's not really the point. The, the streaming means so much more to me than than any of that stuff. I hope my employer's not listening, um, <laughs> but that's just the reality, you know. So I I think it comes from the natural fear that's a healthy instinct and a healthy fear of like how devastating it would be is if you got that horribly wrong. You know, somebody just went, just had a bad moment, and suddenly like banned all of your chat, or just yeah. just did, just did silly things that you might not notice in in the moment, like put you in the wrong category, or you know, just change certain because there's certain powers, let's say, that a mod has, you know, and then there's there's levels to that as well, yeah. um, which is a good thing. Um, but um, so you've got some kind of granularity to it, but there's also the aspect of it that is, you know, the sword, i.e., uh, um sorry icon or whatever is clear well known well understood and and it it conveys a degree of like authority i guess in a, in a sort of a soft sense mm. um but somebody that that's meant to be you know protecting both the streamer you know and the channel and the chat to in sort of varying measures um or degrees um it's there for everyone's benefit and um and of course importantly it's typically speaking for for you know 99 percent um, of streamers and, and whatnot, not something that that we're in the luxury position to like employ someone for or pay for or whatever, right? So it's a very it's a volunteer basis ordinarily in most. It of is. Um, so um, for me, it was a case of um, I had uh, Viper was my my first mod, and um, the selection for me. So it was a case of um, observation. So just observing people's behavior, how they kind of reacted and and interacted with others in the chat, how they interacted with myself Mm. um, on or off on on and or off stream, if there were any off stream interactions. And um, you just get a vibe, you get a feeling for how people kind of respond to certain impulses and and behaviors. And um, I I saw enough that gave me the hint of like, uh, because I was like, oh, I'll just manage this all myself. And then as I said, and then, you know, the channel grew just a little bit. And it was like, 
oh, okay, how the hell am yeah. I going to manage this myself, you know, um, when, when I can't even press the battle button when I'm supposed to have the time. Um, and um, and then it was a case of, like, after the observation, then I reached out and, you know, being um, part of the Bobs as well um, helped me because I was able to reach out to a number of people that, that are already moderators mm. for, for much, much, you know, bigger and more established channels and things. So I was able to say, well, look, I'm thinking about reaching out to some people here and what, what do you think? What do you look for? What advice would you give? And that kind of thing. Um, and, and that just kept, that sort of solidified my view um, because ultimately, going back to the trust point is you have to then trust these people and say okay you haven't exactly got keys to the entire estate or the car or whatever but you you certainly are allowed to to do certain things that could you know heavily influence um in a good or, or not so good way um what we do here and do you feel comfortable with that do you like the idea are you are you you know are you able to commit some time even if it's it's completely voluntary and and if you can make it cool and if you can't make it it's not a problem that will cope kind of thing um and uh yeah and i was like very nervous about it not not specific to viper or any particular person but just the whole principle of like I, this is no longer the the if i click correctly i'm i'm good and if i misclick or whatever and then i'm then i'm not so good this is now like uh kind of a team starting a, t a bit of a team effort you know um um and yeah and then all i from there it was just a case of saying well let's let's start with some trust and we have a, a good understanding and if it works out cool and if it doesn't work out um we'll we you know we'll call it off and and we'll go back to like a viewer streamer relationship or you know maybe maybe it doesn't work out at all and the people just want to move on mm. um but you have to kind of just take that that sort of a little bit of leap of faith or, or whatever equivalent uh, phrasing people would understand better um and then just continue like you know and this won't be a surprise to any of them but like just keep observing it and keep feeling for for me the key thing was the vibe for me yeah. it's all about good vibes and having fun and trying to put some smiles and some faces and uh, include uh, my own like moderators are more than just moderators they're there to mm -hmm. welcome in new people they're there to mm -hmm. keep an eye on things and answer questions that might not have been picked up by the streamer or that the streamer is like you get the millionth question about oh what's the giveaway <laughs> there is no giveaway you know mm. or, or that sort of thing or we're, we're oh what are you building today uh i don't know look at the stream title uh but, but the, the moderators <laughs> are there to be able to answer a lot of these questions that 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 you you get on repeat yeah. And and while you're sitting trying to entertain, you're trying to to keep a coherent thought going and, and keeping commentary fresh and not mm -hmm. having to repeat yourself, moderators are there to do that sort of thing for you. Mm -hmm. um, they're also, for me, uh, an, an integral part of keeping the conversation going. Mm-hmm. Because my moderators are long-term members of my community. Mm -hmm. And I, I recently saw some uh, a big creator on Twitch that was able to meet up with all her, all her moderators. And, mm -hmm. and, and they just kind of rented an Airbnb somewhere and hung out for a full weekend. Oh, that's cool. I really want to do that at some point. Hell, mm -hmm. I want to do that with my entire community at some point. But they they met up to have more than just that on stream conversation 
And, and <laughs> as as an example, Frankaboom mm -hmm. is one of my moderators. I sent them a snap today mm -hmm. where I I stood in the window and I looked at, at a tiny bird on my lawn that kind of hopped alongside next to my um next to my lawnmower. Mm -hmm. and, and it hopped in front of it and then it looked at it hopped further looked at it and just kept observing it and i just kept looking at this this the dynamic going back and forth mm -hmm. and and i and the bird is clearly not given uh, any sort of flying frack about the the robot coming at it <laughs> so I, I sent that out looking at it like it looked like the robot would be driving over it and attacking the bird and then I got a reply back. Okay, you've clearly played too much Generation Zero now. <laughs> Which is all about robots attacking people and humans. And, you know, so I was like, you know what? Yeah, okay. I'm, I'm okay with this. I, didn't, I hadn't looked at it like that. But you're, you're screw you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, calling me out. And, and, and that's also sort of the thing. The, the moderators will be part of the community that call you out mm -hmm. if you make an ass of yourself they will call you out and you have mm. to kind of go you know what mm. fine you just have to eat that and and but it's all part of the humor it's all part of the conversation that also makes other viewers feel mm. safe enough to be there because they see there's a conversation there's some fun going on yeah and that's that's big so I agree. How do you pick them? I have no idea. Find people you like and ask them. Yes. That's, exactly. It, it, and, 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 yeah. and, you know, there are little cues and signs that you see. People that are often there frequently. Mm -hmm. People that, that spend significant time in your streams, you know, bearing time zones and families and jobs and whatever commitments. But people that simply, because being there is is one of the first key signs and being there regularly mm -hmm. and and for extended times is one of the best signs you can take doesn't necessarily make them immediate mod material but you it means that they care it means that they're yeah. enjoying and something is is bringing them back so and, and and that also leads into the whole part of being able to answer questions or such mm -hmm. to the community or to others coming in that might yeah. not have been there as long you know what? One of my favorite things is because you know some, sometimes you know like the mods can't always make it, but but generally they've got you know there's a great understanding between them. One of my favorite things is when like let's say regulars or let's say like semi regulars, people that are regulars but they can you know they might make only a couple month or whatever but you know they're always there and you know and they and they care and they're um you know whether they're subs or not is not really the point but you know um that they get it. And they enjoy it and they're part of it, right? And they're into it. And one of my favorite things is that moment where they come in and they're going, oh, my God, I've been away on, like, you know, working for two weeks or whatever, so I've not been here, and I can't believe you're doing this and, and blah. And the next thing you see is the mods, like, um, or, you know, and community members, but we're talking specifically about mods at the moment, mm. is, is is then the mods will jump in with, like, oh, man, you, I know you weren't here, but, like, last Tuesday 
when we when we started this, we did this and this, and you should have seen Grumbles just fall off this cliff, and <laughs> you know, you know, and then and like you said, then the conversation, and they're yeah. already like drawn further back yeah, in, exactly. and they get that that warm hug and that you know, and you know, for me sometimes it's I'm such a simple dwarf, you know, just seeing the people saying hi and and saluting each other or sharing a a regular joke that they have with each other and all that, you know, and just seeing that community being alive and and uh and that it's not just like just the streamer and and the people that just turned up or just spoke it's like everyone interacting and just enjoying and sharing the experience together i really enjoy uh that aspect of it um right. and, and and part of this whole picking part you say how do you find your emote artists i don't i oh, yeah. i like I have, a, I have like, I'm incredibly lucky because um, I feel like I have like a, a great, not really an answer, but more like the story. So the story for me is um, that uh, during um, whatever, oodles, the, I think is the official term, the scientific term of, mm -hmm. of hours uh, and enjoyment uh, role playing in, uh, in Atlas that we did in the dark side RP community, um, um, playing uh, Skinny Pete the infamous uh, Skinny Pete. Um, during that time, I got to role play in many scenes with uh, all sorts of awesome source uh, sort of community members and role players. And uh, one of them, Regira, um, who we happened to interact with a lot and mm -hmm. literally just met each other in this video game. You know, and then eventually um, um, uh, people found out about the stream and, and would come and say hello and that. But also in that RP community, if we're doing proper, typically people aren't in your chat during the yeah. stream. You know, it's, you know, because you're fully, you're either in the world or you're not in the world. So over time, um, uh, or sorry, after um, kind of all our seasons and everything else and, 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 and getting to spend a bit more time, like just in general streams and saying hi and, and doing different um uh, conversations and content. Um, uh, Regira just happens to be an artist and a very capable one, and uh, she just uh, reached out and sent me um, um, artwork that she had done for the blue-eyed Quacken, which yeah. is like one of the core aspects of the of the uh, story of Pete. Yeah, and um, and she just said, "Oh, um, it was almost like one of those." Um, you know, people can be so kind and then and like a little bit unsure whether they should approach or say it's kind of like, like, it's almost like one of those, I hope you don't mind, but I did this. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, why the hell would I, you know, uh, I don't think it was quite like that, but it, it sort of had that little bit of that undertone to it. And it was like, oh, this is absolutely amazing. Yeah. And, um, if you want to, you can take this art and use it. And I'm just like gifting this to you and I hope you enjoy it kind of thing. Um, and then we struck up a conversation and I was like, by the way, you're a blooming amazing artist, not only a good RPer and really fun to hang out with and, and game together with, but amazing artist. And then it just led in that direction. It was like, if you'd ever consider doing emotes and that, because prior to that, I was doing all my own stuff. And yeah. that was part of the question, like, where do you get inspiration? The inspiration was quite simple. It's just, I like goofy, silly comedy. And I like memes generally i'm not always aware of them all but you know yeah. when I, the, the, the two or three i pick up on a year um and so i would do things like you know we were talking about uh you know um the quack you know when you, when you like torp someone or sink someone or whatever and some maybe some of euros videos influencing so we just made the duck one and yeah. then and then fish and chips was, was quite fun because um 
I found a picture of, we were talking about fish and chips and fish in the water and torpedoes and that kind of stuff. And then fish and chips from Atlas because it's one of the core, you know, one of the top level foods. So I just found a, an image that was like uh, from the front cover of a book called like uh, something like a history of fish and chips or something like that. <laughs> okay. Was, this is the most ridiculous thing ever. And I just made an emote out of it, like, which I know is like strictly speaking a bit borderline, like you should kind of have your own or licensed art or whatever. But in this case, it was just, well, you know, let's be realistic. I wasn't really infringing on book sales or something like that. It was just a picture <laughs> of fish and chips, but they just had the words on it saying like the history of fish and chips. And I thought, well, that's pretty funny. So let's make that an emote. Yeah. So I just tend to go with things that like my gut feeling or makes me chuckle um, or, or often um, now, you know, understanding the community, having spent more time with them, things where I think this will appeal you know, to to a lot of people, they'll they'll see the humor in this. They'll find this this fun. Um, so you know, in, like in many cases, inspiration comes like almost in reverse. Sometimes it's your own spark of an idea, and sometimes it's you know people just talking about a thing often enough. Yeah. And you go, oh, this could be this could work. Like for for me, for me, I I I used to live with uh, with a guy who um, is an artist. Mm. Um, and, and, and that's where my first set of emotes came from mm -hmm. and, and the inspiration from them came simply from stuff that happens on the channel. Mm. So anything from like, because I used to do a thing where I, I got really close to the microphone and I went, mm, yeah. <laughs> you know, that sort of thing. And, and that's where my meow yeah. emote came from. Mm -hmm. And, and, and it's like. For me, it's things that happen on the channel. Mm. So the nice butt, that's from the the whole thing of you have a nice butt that I, I keep spouting at people. Um, the Henlo, which is from when I played Assassin's Creed and my horse, which has been named after one of my moderators mm -hmm. because he came in and, and, and started almost role-playing as the horse in chat. Mm. As as I was talking to my chin, my 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 horse <laughs> in the game, and it was like because you could accidentally whistle for your horse if you're not careful, and then the horse kind of stands in your face, and oh. then suddenly Andritos is in chat going, "Hello, you whistle, I help. What doing? <laughs> We're going somewhere. I bring you, okay? It's like okay, you can go away from my face now. No, it's fine. <laughs> I can bring you, and, and it, it, this whole thing kind of evolved yeah. from that. So that's that's where I draw my inspiration for emotes from. Mm -hmm. uh, but as for finding artists, if you don't already know some of them, like I have, like the newer emotes were made by Dane, uh, mm -hmm. who is also a wonderful part of the community, but. Where you would go to find somebody if you don't know them? I have no idea. Ask mm. others that have emote artists and work from there, I'd say. Yeah, there's, there are like a few emote-oriented like like artists selling their work through various emote sites and things. And, you know, maybe, and the, you know, you can Google it and find out whether people hold them to be reputable. Be, be very wary of like, you'll get a lot, you know, usually you get the very emotional statements. People come, rather come out with like, oh, I got completely screwed by this and this person through this site. Or, so just be very wary that obviously it's a lot of individual, like independent artists oh, working yeah. through these things. So it doesn't necessarily mean that the service is bad or whatever. Um, but I would concur that that 
Um, and we've done this before. We we put the word out and, and let people know who's done our work so that we can try and send more more work their way as well. Mm. Um, and, and, and word of mouth and going to other streamers that you know a little bit or you trust or you think would maybe they just have really cool emotes. You're like, wow, your emotes, emotes are amazing, right? Some people, and I, I'd like to do this, Rajira's working on putting the details together. I'd like to advertise her services uh, on my about page, on my on my channel page. Mm. Um, and some of the some of the bigger folks, I think, do that as well or, or probably just generally people do it um and sometimes try going to um by just going to the arts and craft or whatever or, or, or it might be a, specific, a better category than that but look through the the artistic um or i think it's just art isn't it the art category yeah. and just see maybe you'll find someone who's actually just spending time doing it and you can actually see them drawing and and more importantly you can probably spend time and they'll take you through some of their thought process and guide you through what they're doing yeah um, and then maybe you can like reach out to them. Uh, they might have a business email or something, or maybe they're not taking commissions right now doing the work, so they might point you in a different direction. Yeah, exactly. Um, they usually have a huge network themselves of mm -hmm. people you can yep. talk to. So, yeah. Top tip there. Um, moving on to kind of what do you need for starting out streaming? Uh,. <laughs> there's such a huge market of stuff out there now like we are talking dedicated machines like uh all i think pretty much all the new consoles have a built-in service into them where you can stream directly to facebook or whatever mm. or even connect your twitch i think but i'm not sure but whereas for desktop pc streaming mm -hmm. first and foremost yeah you'll you'll need a, a pc but the rest is all up to what you intend on streaming. Mm -hmm. If you intend on just putting up a webcam and, and pointing it at a model that you're building, you won't need a lot. Mm -hmm. You'll need upload speed, yes. But you won't need a whole lot of CPU to do the encoding and everything. Mm -hmm. If you intend to play a game... Again, we're talking, what, what kind of game are we talking about? We're talking Minesweeper for Windows mm -hmm. 95. Won't take a lot. If we're talking Minecraft or anything that has a heavy memory or CPU load, then you'll need a whole lot more. Mm. So it, it's almost impossible to say what is a good starter spec, but um, generally to, to handle streaming by itself... I'd, I'd say a later generation i5 to start with as or equivalent um, yeah. a nice dosage of ram 16 mm -hmm. gigs maybe I don't know yeah. um you won't need as much hard drive space because well you'll you'll need hard drive space for for the game but that's not going to be a big part and you'll need a decent graphics card. I'd say, uh, like, anything from a 1060 and up is actually fairly good. Yeah. Again, very dependent on what, what level of games. And, and those are the kind of things that you can potentially replace later on. Yeah. Um, as long as you're mindful of, like, in this case, it's physical dimensions of things. So mm. just be careful of, like, what, what um, kind of um, interfaces 
the 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 rig that you've got or you're intending to build has and also the physical dimensions because if you get something like a mid tower or something on slightly smaller size and then you think later on oh this is going really well now i want to do whatever um start streaming some you know insert new game here mm-hmm. um red dead online or something like that then you might be and you go oh well, in that case i'll get myself an rtx you know, insert number here um, and find that maybe that doesn't quite fit. Or, as happened to me with my older rig, um, that I had to upgrade the power unit because it simply couldn't put out enough power and and have enough cabling um, to power up um, a a more powerful card. So I was like, oh, cool, new card. Hang on a minute. Where are all the other cables that need to go into it? Oh, right. Okay. Yeah, Yeah, there you go. So that was a little little gotcha uh, for me. So... um, um, but yeah, I think that the you touched on it very briefly. I think a lot of people underestimate or overlook um, your internet connection. Mm-hmm. It needs to be reliable. It doesn't need to be a business grade necessarily. I mean, mine isn't. Um, but mine's a consumer grade, but with like a lot of up. It's like forty up. Yeah. Um, you, and you'll need a solid upload speed. You'll, yeah. You will. So it doesn't necessarily have to be that scale, but in this case, it was just one of those special offers. Get this one for two years, and it's the same price as this crappy one. So like, okay, cool. Um, and uh, and down's sort of relatively important, but that's more for your own gaming experience and or downloads and and whatever else. So that's just to make your 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 down is more about your own personal comfort, and the up is more important for for the viewer's comfort. Um, um, but yeah, and other than that, like you said, it's like reasonably anything that's kind of within the last year or two um and and then it comes down to your budget and then you can i would simplify it and go with the general advice which is if you've got a budget and you can you kind of more or less have to stick to it or you you know where your where your pain point is um then just just shop around have a look use amazon to compare prices and other other gaming sites and things maybe look in a few stores if there's some near you um um, and um ultimately you kind of just have to you know, get the best um, bang for buck that you can out of that budget. I, I would lean towards, as Tiger said, the pay attention to the to the CPU that it's you know relatively new. Um, pay attention that you. I think 16 gig of RAM is a sensible starting number hmm. um, because there's pros and cons of going above that, and then um, um, and, and then yeah, the GPU should be as a minimum like a 1060. Um, and, and above, and these days, a lot of people, I think you can get the, the, whatever the, the 2070 or, or, or around there, like the S's and the slightly cheaper variants and yep. they're very solid and they give you more importantly, the RTX gives you all the software, um, and AI capabilities if you need to use them for things like, um, you know, noise cancellation or whatever, but that, that would go too deep in for this conversation. Like, yeah, that, that is, that is above what I would call a starter yeah. kind yeah. of gear. Um, but that kind of leads into the next part. What peripherals should you have slash obtain to make the most of your early streaming after establishing that you wish to continue? Um, if you've already established, okay, I have the PC to stream. I do okay with it. The next thing I do is I'd check on my audio. Now, A lot of the headsets these days will do wonderful things in regards to be clear and easy to understand. Like you, uh, you don't have this effect. uh, So that's 
that's not an issue. <laughs> um, and and if you, even if you do have that effect, it's not really a problem. The problem comes in making sure that your audio levels are tolerable, I'd say. Making sure that you don't peak if you get excited. Or making sure that it picks up if you need to be very quiet. Mm. And making sure that the levels are good. One of the best ways of doing that is through use of the filters in OBS. Like, I'm going to assume that most people will be using OBS. Uh, what CrossSplit and a few other packs have, I have no idea. But I hope they have the same filters. Because OBS has the ability to add filters to everything. We're talking webcams, we're talking game filters, like we're talking audio filters. And in this case, we are looking at the audio filters. I am going to be leaving a link to a video that explains what all these different filters do. But there are, there are things like compression that make sure that low video, the low video, wow, low audio, where, <laughs> where you know, where you're very close and you're being very, very, very silent, very, you're almost in ASMR territory. And also when you lean back and you get very excited, like the, the, the compressor makes sure mm. that that evens out in a way. Mm. Um, there's de-hissing, there's, there's removal of background noise. There's so many filters out there that help your audio be equal. Yep. You know, you, you can cut out, like if you have a fan on in the background, you can get mm. that gone. You, you can remove most of the click clacks. So, so there's a, there's an audio gate, so it doesn't pick up until you're at a certain point. Like all of these things can be set up in the filters in OBS. Yeah, and what's important, uh, as Tiger alluded to with with the link, what's important is, and I think now now is a good time and a good opportunity for people. A lot of this stuff is techno babble, even yeah. just to someone like myself with with like twenty plus years of IT techno babble experience um it's a completely different realm if you're not familiar with like audio and video typically so um uh but you don't have to understand or, or know all of the techno babble that's a good thing and the second thing is there's loads of um very very professional and well put together well thought through advice and guidance out there and in all various formats written uh, articles as well as you know youtube is is an absolute sort of blessing in this case um in that you can literally see and hear and and be guided through how to set up these things and how to understand them in kind of a, a sort of a layman's terms perspective you don't mm. you know where the techno babble doesn't become too much it can still be a little bit mind-blowing and, and confusing but you will be guided and shown your way through some of these things so um as tiger said we'll, we'll, we'll put some links up there and and suggest but um there's some pretty popular and and, and hopefully reasonably well-known and well-visited sites uh, like you know like harris heller's stuff oh, yeah. with his yeah. alpha gaming um um epos vox which is a little bit more tech technically minded and, and a bit deeper but still made uh digestible um for for me as an example um and audio is the, probably the one, we've talked about this before, the one area where it, it's sort of panic-inducing sometimes when it screws up. But um, try not to be too fearful of it, and, and ultimately you can do some experimentation. The one, talking about the, the equipment, I think 
um, what's important is um, to, and especially if you're on a budget or trying to stick to a, to a certain budget, is try to reserve some some money for a decent microphone. Yes. This this doesn't mean earth shatteringly expensive. Um, um, it could be expensive in relative terms and, and difficult for your budget. You might have to save up or, or whatever. Um, but um, I would be very cautious about, um, like a lot of people do start just grabbing a gaming headset or something. A lot of those microphones are really, really not suited um, for streaming. They're suited for comms within a team, you know, your Call of Duty buddies and all that kind of stuff. They really, really don't transfer to to streaming um, in terms of engaging and holding an audience very well at all. Um, it's one of the quickest turnoffs for me when I go to any of those kind of streams. I'm like, oh, no, they're just screaming down these, these horrible little microphones um, on the end of a boom that sounds like they're chewing on it or they swallowed it or they've tucked it under their beard and I can't hear, you know, all those kinds of things. So you've also got to start thinking about your how you hold yourself and how you project your voice. And, and like Tiger said and demonstrated before, acoustically, your position to the mic and understanding how you're addressing the mic. Mm. Um, so... Um, and again, these sources on YouTube will be really, really invaluable to them. Invest the time, do your research, listen, um, think about, and, and also watch live streams. Look at a lot of streamers have their equipment listed. Um, look at and, and listen more carefully with your maybe with your eyes closed and, and some good headphones on or something. Listen or in a quiet environment at least, and listen to how they sound and think about, and record some of your own voice and listen back to it. Think because that's very different than what you hear within your, you know, within your mind's ear, as it were. Um, think about how your voice sounds and how they sound, and try to get a rough idea of where sort of pitch and and whatever, where where you what you sound like when you listen back to yourself, not when you talk out loud to yourself, but when you listen back to yourself from recording and think about these other streamers that you might enjoy and looking at their equipment that they're using. Maybe it's affordable, maybe it isn't, but it might give you a general range and you might find that you might not want to afford um, the mic that they're using because it might be like, I don't know, a $400 mic or something, mm -hmm. but, you, but you might find on the internet articles that say, well, this is in this similar style or this is from the same company and they make mics generally in this way. So you could look at this kind of like, you know, the $50 starter mic or whatever. I'm just saying random prices, by the way. Yeah, there's, there's everything from $1 to $1,000 or two or three or whatever, right? Um, and the other thing is don't immediately go for like the $1,000 mic or whatever if you're lucky enough to be able to afford that because there's also a lot of evidence that it's really hard to tell the difference when you get the filters and things that Tiger was alluding to correctly set. It doesn't make that much difference. The $50 mic will hold its own against the $1,000 mic in you know 99% of cases if you set everything up uh, and, correctly. And especially if you're doing this as a hobby. Yes. Like when when we're talking right now, I'm using a studio microphone and I can bet you that compared to pretty much any other streamer out there right now, I don't necessarily sound any more clearer. It's just that I had this for when I was doing studio recordings. So I had this available. You don't have to go for a studio microphone. What I would like to counter on your point regarding gaming headsets, however, 
is that by the use of filters, you will remove a lot of that hissing. You will remove a lot of that, that static that can occur because people get excited. And the compression will help with picking up your voice clearly, even mm -hmm. when it's not properly placed. Mm -hmm. So as far as starting equipment, I'm not sure I would go ahead and say you need to pick up a microphone yet. Mm. But that is definitely one of the first ones I would upgrade once you kind of decide that, yeah, this is something I want to go for. That's true, because it was a part of the question about what would you upgrade later on. I mean, you can certainly start with what you've got. Um, I guess a little bit of where I'm coming from is also my experience in, in professional life and working life where mm. um, with, with, with the pandemic and, and experiencing every imaginable variant of audio and visual quality um, when people are suddenly working from home and scrambling around and picking up iPhone headphones and, oh, and screaming at their webcam yeah. uh, and, and stuff, right? So it's maybe more a little bit like just be careful that if you – I suppose that I suppose where it comes from is a little bit the the phrase you only get one chance to make a first impression. Yeah. So when people come into your chat and spend maybe three to five minutes and kind of make a judgment call, is this cool? Am I, am I going to be here? If if you are unfortunately in that kind of oh, hello, I'm, I'm uh, over here and everything's cutting out, you know, and, and or scraping and scratching mm -hmm. sounds and things like that, you've lost everyone. It doesn't matter how good your video content is. Maybe the only exception would be is this, if it's a hot tub stream and you want to mute the, the tap, <laughs> um, but then the mic doesn't matter anyway. So, but, you know, jokes aside, uh, I, I, I do agree with you. And I think that I think the key point is maybe that the, the technology advancements in the last two years have been mm. quite astounding as well in that regard um, with RTX and similar kinds of things. And even the filters and OBS and everything is really really they've stepped up the game in that regard so you could be absolutely right in that maybe maybe now you could take reasonable gaming headsets i think the problem usually i don't really understand it in full depth but generally the the problem seems to stem from the fact that it's a really titsy tiny microphone on the end of a it tiny is. little yep. you know vibrating boom that vibrates with everything when you know when you mm -hmm. breathe and i think that's where the problem comes from versus a, an actual microphone i mean you know, I guess I would look at things like, you know, a lot of people use like the, the Yeti Blue or the Blue Yeti or whatever it's called and, and stuff like that. And the, and the other thing, but this might be an upgrade topic as well, is really worth considering, like you know, talking about equipment, have a good desk, like enough desk space. And yes. then maybe look, in, look at a microphone boom if you want to get a mic. It doesn't matter if it's a USB mic or it doesn't have to be XLR and all the rest of it. But um, because having that so that you can actually position the mic, move it around, move yourself, yep. you know, and, and compensate for those kind of things and funny angles that you need to use um, um, is really beneficial as well. But um, it also avoids that whole kind of, oh, I died, and you slam your mouse on the, or you slam the keyboard or something like that, and your mic is sitting on the desk. Like, <laughs> through the yeah. entire thing. You're like, oh, and, yeah, that's yeah. a great sound. And all your viewers went went to the doctor for yeah, the hearing right. test. Ear bleed. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, and and it's it's weird. Like the 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 use of your desk. Like a lot of people say, and it's kind of beside streaming. But a lot of people are like, ah, oh, I just spent tens of thousands on a gaming PC. All right, and then they sit on a chair from IKEA at two hundred Norwegian krona, which is about what twenty pound. So, uh, yeah, no, upgrade your, your gear. 
Upgrade your gear in general as a gamer, not just as a streamer. Get a good desk. Sit stand if you can. Get a good chair. With proper lumbar support, you know, you, your body will thank you. And and I guess the same goes for streaming. If you're really into this, if you really are serious about wanting to upgrade your viewers' experience, because that is where it all ends up, right? Then do consider moving on to more high-end stuff. Part of the question here was one PC or two, and, and not a lot of people might not be aware of this, but uh, you are able to stream from one PC and play games on another through the use of a capture card or NDI technology. This is like this is a, a step above, I'd say. Like mm -hmm. if you're if you're into the idea of going for a two PC setup, we're we're really talking a, a high level setup here. So I won't touch on that too much, but Mm -hmm. If if you truly are interested in it, reach out to me. I'll explain to you. But what I'd say for starting out, even just upgrading, stick to one PC for now. Because the extra equipment, the extra costs, are they going to be worth it for somebody who does this for a hobby? Probably not. But yeah, if, if, you, of, if you truly uh, yeah. are into it, reach out to me. I'll 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 have a talk with you. Yeah, I think the cost is a big impact and, um, you know, ultimately it's the same with many mechanical and technical aspects. If you've got two of a thing, you know, having two cars means two sets of servicing, mm -hmm. two fuel bills, you mm -hmm. know, and... Two possible and then things the that can fail. That, exactly, the chance of something breaking. Um, so um, if you're quite technically minded or very intrigued and have the time and energy to invest into that, um, then, then you can look at it, but um, it, it's probably an overcomplication as a very as a startup thing, especially if you're coming from a position of I think I'm going to enjoy this, I think I want to have a go and dip my toe in, but you don't know yet until you've done it, you never will, right? Then have a go, and then if you're, you know, sort of three months in or you know, kind of arbitrary amount of time, maybe six months is a better judgment, and you think, okay, this is actually good. I'm going to definitely do this. I'm having a lot of fun. Uh, I can see how this is going to progress. And then you can start looking at, at um, some of the more, um, you know, more complicated aspects to it or more advanced aspects to it. Mm. Moving on here, uh, upgrading hardware as you establish your channel, choices and recommendations, it all depends. It all depends on what you need. Um, some people find that they need a webcam. Some people don't. Some people find that they need a better graphics card. Some people don't. You know, it all depends. So it, it's really an impossible question to to answer. Uh, but then again, it also depends on how serious you want to get about this. So mm -hmm. very, very hard to uh, to answer there. Um. Moving on to a question that is is important to me from Dominica. He says, I know I'm a frequent offender of this, but what are your thoughts on viewers joining your games during streams? Any etiquette rules you believe to be important? Yes. Many. Well, I say many. Um, but I like my main point here is that a lot of people watch streamers 
they listen to streamers how they are on stream and 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 they see okay he's talking about the cat that walked out in front of him in Assassin's Creed Valhalla and he's 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 talking as the cat is moving away like he's narrating the cat yes and they believe that that's how they need to behave no let the streamer stand for the commentary let the streamer be the main source of the entertainment here because they are you are literally a guest there we do not need a running commentary from you because what you are doing isn't seen on screen 99% of the time let's take let's take the grumblings as as an example i die <laughs> early um and i go over to watch grumbles i'll then ask grumbles and comment together with grumbles regarding torpedoes or situations happening there however if I were to go over and watch a completely different part of the match while not being part of the grumbling, but I'm in the division and talking about how the Halan shot a seagull or whatever, <laughs> it's, it's, it's not important for the stream. The stream can't see this. The stream is not aware of, of, of this thing happening. Mm. Being told that there's a Panzer IV falling off a hill in War Thunder on a completely different part of the map is, is not important. Let the streamer be the streamer. Even, and even if you're a streamer yourself and, and you are used to doing this sort of commentary, you have to be aware that you are a guest on this stream. You are a guest on this, on, on this platform suddenly. You are not why people are there to watch the channel. And I've, I'm not going to name any names. But I've recently got a, a comment back from somebody saying, I want to see more of just Tiger on stream. It's fun to have you together with everybody else in War Thunder or whatnot. But I want to see more of just Tiger. I was like, okay. Uh, that's duly noted. And 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 I and then I asked, okay, what 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 brings this on? It's like, well, this is your stream, right? This is your time to shine. We're not here to hear the commentary of person X doing thing Y in the corner over there. I was like. <laughs> Yeah, and, and that is something I have been aware of. And, and that is also something I've been kind of afraid of doing. Really why it's been hard for me to invite people onto my channel to play mm. together with me. Because a lot of people aren't aware of how that will impact both the stream and the streamer. Mm -hmm. So... I, I guess like if you are being if you're being engaged by the streamer and, and somebody asking you, okay, what's happening on your end of the map? What are you seeing? And so on. Sure, go ahead, narrate. 
talk. But if you're not being asked, if you're not being directed a question or 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 being brought in as part of the conversation, then it's not necessarily your time in the spotlight. Yeah, I think I would agree. And I think it's it's kind of one of those most complex questions to, to give a straightforward response. I think you've articulated really well. Uh, I think that, you know, for me, the general guidance is you're... you're you want people to have fun, obviously, relax, enjoy mm. themselves. Sometimes it's, an, it's nerves that, that kick in, and that can lead to people either being super quiet or super chatty. It works mm. both ways. Um, I think, and, and you're right, it, it, it definitely isn't something that's limited to whether the other person's a streamer or not, um, because it, it happens in, in both scenarios, some, sometimes awesomely and, and sometimes not quite what, what people are expecting. I think that um some i think it's it's not really it's not definitely not asking too much but it, it, there's a certain ask maybe this is the way thing to express it um is that obviously you want people to be polite and to be self-aware and and the way i would put it like follow the vibe and the tone that's that's being set by the streamer and the mm -hmm. channel in in the specific um scenario because there can also be a distinct difference between, um, as you put it, guesting on, on, on a channel and on a stream in a certain segment or in a certain context. Like it's different to team up with some people in chat on WoWs than it might be to team up with people or certainly like in an RP scenario or, you know, you're doing your Gen Zero or something and sort of lightweight kind of playing your characters and, and, and playing the story together. Yeah. Um, and, and I think there's also, obviously, there's a familiarity and trust aspect to it as well in that if these are regulars and friends and people that you, you hang out with often, and probably the way to put it would be if this is somebody that you would off-stream just game with, get in a room and, and just have have some laughs and play a game with, and then you just happen to be streaming, then it's probably going to be quite natural and you're all going to kind of understand each other. Yeah. Um, um, there might be a few little etiquette rules or whatever that's slightly different, but generally people understand each other and, and understand the, the the streamer and the context. And I think that when you bring, um, um, you know, especially new people that are, are uh, you know, not so confident or so familiar um, with with being in a in a voice channel live um, with someone on a stream, um, there is a certain sort of pressure, and, and or there can sometimes just be a, and I mean this in a neutral sense, like a degree of ignorance of like not really thinking what this might mean or how how am I projecting myself or how might this be interpreted. But I think your your guidance is 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 on point, and it's it's about. For, for me, it's about understanding that you're still, you're effectively still like a viewer and a member of the chat and a member of the community, respected, you know, cared, cared for and, 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 and you've been invited into something and, and not losing that perspective or, or somehow accidentally seeing that as, as something different or, or as you say, like a platform to suddenly launch into a tirade about, abc that i don't like like one of the things that always gets me is you, is you bring someone in and the first thing they do is stop stop belly aching and moaning about something yeah. or or being negative and you're like this is exactly the antithesis this is the opposite of what we're trying to um kind of promote here in in, in, in the positivity um and we all have our moments where you can sort of whinge and moan or whatever and, and and be grumpy or hangry or whatever but 
um, you've just got. That's where I say you've got to you've got to bring that self awareness with you, um, yeah. and at the same time, hopefully, not be inhibited, inhibited, and, and find yourself just being sort sort of silent. But I think you're right, Tiger, in that. Um, and in those kind of cooperative uh, sort of gaming scenarios, it can be quite challenging because you're you're going through all the emotions of what just happened. But the cue is really quite a subtle and simple one, which is you might go, oh, no, I can't believe that happened. And then the streamer will will then say, oh, what's going on if they have time? Yeah. And if, if you, so you've got to listen for those cues. And if you don't get those cues, then you have to assume and respect that the streamer is otherwise engaged. Maybe a hype train just started on Tiger's channel um, or, <laughs> you know, whatever is going on. But you've got to be kind of mindful of that they can't come over to you right now. Um, even if the most amazing trick shot, you know, CSGO jump headshot thing just happened or whatever, tough. <laughs> then then you had to be recording it for your own pleasure later yeah. or hope that it appeared on, on, on someone's stream channel or or stream yourself, you know? Um, I, I, yeah, I have experienced that once or twice where I have like, hang on a minute, like, like in, like in the nicest possible way, but like, whose stream is this again? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's a weird one. It's like, there's, it's not exactly cut and dried, but you've got to kind of get a feel for the room and the flow. And, and, and if you're not sure, just ease yourself into it. Just listen and be observant and pay attention to to these cues. Look for these cues because streamers typically, even if we're distracted, most of the time we'll be looking for opportunities to bring the guests in and give them, you know, their moment to shine or give them bring bring out the play that they're doing and their exactly. their opinions and their experience. Because otherwise, why would we have guests on? We don't bring guests on so we can go, oh, look how much better and how much more I've got to say than you have. That. That's just not the people we are. So yeah. you, you are not there to outshine anybody, but you will be given the opportunity to shine for yourself. Mm -hmm. And I, I guess, I guess some people will look at the grumbling and be like, well, this is what you guys do all the time. Very different scenario. Mm -hmm. Very different. Like we are all three on a level of knowing we will be streaming together. And I, I'm terrible at hot miking. I know this. <laughs> But, we all do it. but I, I will profusely apologize for any time I, I hot mic and it's like, ah, shit, I didn't mute. Oh, sorry, <laughs> you know, that sort of thing. And and sometimes Grumpy will be like, yeah, and then we have a giveaway. So do this. And I'm like, oh, we're doing a giveaway? You know, and then it's a comment for me. But it's a completely different scenario. Yeah, it is. So... Well, it's, it's, you know, it's based on that kind of mutual respect and understanding the fact that we all, you know, are, are we, we understand all the pressures and, and whatever, and that we've all got too many buttons to press yeah. and that, and the accents. And, and obviously of course we've just formed Hype a really trains, strong, uh, yeah, a really stuff, strong, yeah. um, uh, anybody listening to the podcast right now, you can go to Tiger's Den and start an offline hype stop, train. Stop, stop, uh, Anyway, move you. Because so, this we, will probably launch <laughs> while I'm live at some point. So no. <laughs> Uh, well, that's uh, all right. I didn't say it out loud. Um, <laughs> you did. Uh, you could just edit this bit out. It's fine. I can't. You I love extra can't. work. You love. <laughs> uh, yeah. So we, I think, and 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 when we've just formed this this bond and this understanding. So I think sometimes I think that is a part of it. In and this this is not about like us three specifically. This will be the same in any kind of close group that have mm. have got that understanding and 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 camaraderie is that I think sometimes there's that feeling of like 
you can jump into that and just immediately be like the fourth stooge. It's like there wasn't a fourth stooge. Yeah, no, that's not how it. You know, so I mean this like in the nicest possible way, but but it's it it it's not to say that you couldn't be anybody could be, but it, you have to spend time and allow us time to process that and get to understand each other and know kind of a little bit like you almost get to that psychic level of like, I bet I know that how this reaction is going to go. I know what this yeah. person's going to say yeah. or whatever. I know that this person's not listening at this moment in time. Um, and it becomes like a, but it, but it's like a, a, a sort of a sign of affection and part of this, and part of this bond that we have. And, and I think sometimes people um, naturally um, uh, want to jump in and just, just immediately, um, uh, sort of be fully embraced into that. And the reality is um, we've all clicked really quickly and formed that bond and it's gone from strength to strength and and, yeah. and I'll be eternally humbled and privileged to be part of it. But but at the same time, it's also months and months of, of now doing this and other things together um, and, and that's what's led to it, this true sort of friendship and, the, and this deeper understanding. And on the surface, when you just come into like any random grumbling or whatever similar scenario... Um, you 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 can't just walk into that room because it's not acting. It's not a I'm coming in and playing a role in this thing, even if it is entertainment and whatever. Underneath it, we know each other and we understand each other and what's going on. Um, you know, and I I, I yeah. think people will understand that. Uh, I think sometimes it's it's. You, you you can get that false opinion of like oh like these 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 ten people are really funny together I can just walk in there and then there'll be eleven of us being really funny and it, it you can't force things to happen like that they are they 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 need time to develop very rarely does it just click yeah no it's 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 weird so a perfect example of this is of course like somebody kind of making me go full Postonian on on the grumbling <laughs> or me knowing to fluster grumbles all I have to say is four out of five torpedoes <laughs> or to get uh, to get grumpy to go off on something you know you mentioned something about him being from somewhere mm -hmm. else in Sweden than he is or something you know mm -hmm. it, it's these these fine things but mm -hmm. they're established over a long time so that they're okay between us but mm -hmm. somebody else coming in that hasn't been part of that dynamic yeah. will immediately like, I'm sorry, what? Who are you? Why are you trying to be? Why go away? Yeah, I think yeah. that's that's uh, maybe just the last point on that is that, um, and I think we've talked about this extremely briefly before, but it, it makes me think of it again. Is um, it's it's there's there's also like we talked about chat etiquette, and there's a little bit of an overlap into that in the. Um, sometimes there's, I would say that maybe this way is, um, failed on the succinct, uh, part here, but, um, the difference between one of us three easing one of the others or all of the others with something that we know and we understand and we have that, that bond underpinning it all is quite different than, you know, sometimes not always, but sometimes how it works in chat. Hmm. where where some people might pick up on a certain theme or whatever and then just start hammering that home and and there's a really subtle line for me anyway that's how i find it um maybe i have more sensitive moments than others but sometimes where 
I'm always looking, the, the fundamental thing I'm looking for across all of our communities is this good vibes and this trying to be positive and we laugh at our mistakes and we pick each other up, dust each other off, yeah. move forward. And, and if we get angry, it's the Bostonian for five minutes or whatever. And, and, and you know, but it becomes comical and, and not that we're laughing at you, but with you and, and, and embracing that kind of feeling and moving forward together. And sometimes it's cathartic. And sometimes that gets a little bit lost, I find, where, where just occasionally it'll be a little bit, it feels more like a dig, you know, where, where yeah. you're getting, you get a little bit of needle or whatever, because there are sometimes people that, that lean more towards the, I think, and I think I remember certainly from my upbringing, you know, in, in, in Britain was very much like you didn't show your emotional hug, be a friend kind of side too publicly. Instead, you kind of made jokes, had a dig, tease yeah. somebody, and that was you showing your affection. The problem with that is in the chat context, especially, is that it doesn't really work because there's no sentiment and context to the chat. Exactly. So when you have a dig at somebody, and this is where capper emotes are excellent and save a lot of uh, you know people's feelings a lot of the time, is that sometimes... You, it easily goes over that line, at least in terms of the recipient of the message. Like I, sometimes I'm like a little bit hurt where I'm like, why, why, why I know I do this silly thing sometimes, but do we all have to pick on that, you know? And, yeah. and sometimes there's moments where it's like, okay, this is funny and we're having a laugh. And usually if I, you know, if I'm, if I'm triggering it or some obvious event happened, but other times it's just like, really, we, the, you, you know, people don't even come in sometimes and go, hello. They come in and go, Oh, you're that idiot that taught that guy the other day or you know over exaggerating it but, yeah and, and that's that, stepping it, over about yeah so. so i would just say like give people the hint of like it's 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 fun to share in the jokes and, and the mistakes usually lead to more hilarity um just be mindful of the fact that you know everybody has a point where they don't always just want to be kind of reminded of everything they ever do wrong you know maybe sprinkle in a little bit of nice stuff <laughs> in in with the in with the in with the teasing it, it, but i do get it and i know where that comes from all, all too well growing up in in, in britain it's, it's a real real deep seated deep rooted thing um yeah um i would just give people the advice as more of a general like etiquette thing um is is think about the fact that the person may or may not in that moment in understand it that way they might not see it as oh you're really kind of just giving me you know a hug with your no. teasing because it feels like you're actually just having a dig <laughs> sometimes it's a hug with a with a friendly stabbing in between the yeah, ribs yeah, with yeah. a sharp yeah. sharp knife yeah that's yeah. fun um yeah it, it's that's well it, we holy I know. I was just going to say we yeah. got we got to expedite. We've really covered a lot regarding streaming this uh, mm -hmm. this episode. But I, I guess I, I did kind of call it though that this would be the meat and potatoes of it. He did. He did. But here is the, the segment where mm -hmm. I feel like like everybody said you need to keep this and we will keep this mm. because it is important. Um. And, and last time we asked for things that made you guys smile. And Dominica commented on the YouTube uh, video that um, a, few uh, a few days ago. A few days ago? Well, it is Pride Month. Happy yeah, Pride exactly. Month. Go with it. Happy yeah. Pride Month, everyone. Uh, a few days ago, a YouTube channel came into my recommendations of someone who goes around his general area with a camera and unclogs clogged storm drains, culverts, and so on, all with just a rake and a camera. 
He's not a city or state worker. He just does it on his free time to help with uh, local floodings. It is the simplicity of what he does and the positive response he gets from the viewers commenting and in a few videos from the local police or road workers that just made me smile. His channel name is Post10. That's from Dominica. Mm. And the the simplicity of that, I, yeah, I, I can see and, and really understand the, 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 the feel-goods of that. I can. I want to bring up something very quickly that made me smile. Mm -hmm. And I've talked about TikTok a lot because I'm, I'm currently researching more and more of TikTok, how to grow. Mm. And we will, I, I kind of want to cover this today regarding uh, discoverability and Twitch and everything, but we'll have mm -hmm. to cover that at a different time. But TikTok is a wonderful place for me to get lost in my ADD brain. And a while back, I, I think it's a couple of weeks ago now, um, I posted a video to our podcast channel on Discord where there is a father sitting in the front of a car. Mm -hmm. And he's about to tell a story. He's a former soldier. And he has his... Uh, I don't know how old how old she is, but she's not very old. Daughter in the backseat. Mm -hmm. And he starts speaking. And suddenly we hear, Daddy! And you see him kind of go, Okay, well, my TikTok's interrupted. Uh, I might as well answer. So like, yes. And she goes, Is shit a bad word? He said, yeah, yeah, shit's a bad word. You, you shouldn't say that. Okay. And then he turns back, and just as he's about to speak again, the daughter goes, Daddy? Yes? Is motherfucker a bad word? <laughs> and you see it on his face, like, don't laugh, don't laugh, don't laugh, don't laugh, don't laugh. And he's like, yeah, yeah, that's a really bad word. You sh you shouldn't say that at all. So don't don't say that. Oh, just just this innocent. Oh, okay. And then lastly, she goes, "Daddy, is gosh a bad word?" And he goes, "No, no, gosh. You can say gosh all you want. That uh, that's perfectly fine. You you can say gosh all day long." Mm -hmm. And and the the title on this TikTok is She called me a gosh right after. I don't know what it means, but I think I should be mad. <laughs> <laughs> and it just made me like I, yeah. I sat there, I smiled. It was just It was a really good one. So it really on was point. It's yeah. so good. The best thing was that he sat down to record something completely different. Yeah. And and as kids will do, it's just like, oh, I got a random point I'm gonna make right now because I'm a child and there's no social cues or anything. I'm just <laughs> That was very good, yeah. Is shit a bad word? <laughs> and then his face as well, like, the, yeah. Uh, I'm recording right now, but he, he was like, it doesn't matter, my daughter comes first. <laughs> yeah. Which is also a very cool part of the reaction that he chose to interact with his daughter instead of be like, you can do this, I'm recording, you know what I mean? One of those like, oh. Yep, yep. It's a really good all-round video. I like that one. I, I can probably link to it in the description. Yeah, I think you should. You had a wonderful thing you wanted to uh, to say before we round off with a comment that made us both smile. Yeah, I do. And it's uh, it's kind of like a personal or, or like a friend of mine related topic who's also a fellow streamer. And um, and we've D&D'd together in a campaign for like four or five years or so on uh, uh, very consistently. Just an amazing 
uh, creative person. Um, and uh, you may remember, uh, because we raided there actually in the past as well, mm-hmm. um, uh, Maddie the zombie. Uh, well, Maddie's going through like huge um, uh, uh, life changes. Um, and recently did a short video and shared this within our D&D group and, and is also rebranded the uh, Twitch. And it made me just think and, and smile and be happy. And, uh, and it's also Pride Pride Month is a, kind of a loose um, uh, adjunct to that and, and uh, about how it's great to be on a platform um, that and, and, and within all these extended communities that are um, not not only positive and bringing the good vibes, but also the diversity and acceptance and acknowledgement and, and respect um, um, to all um, sort of walks of life and, and whatnot. Um, uh, and, and I'm just really happy and proud for my friend who is now um, uh, 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 called Ray and uh uses the pronoun she or her or you know and etc mm. i'm not very you know i'm, <laughs> I'm an old fuddy duddy so i have to learn all these things that the kids uh bring to me uh, uh sort of tongue-in-cheek and it just made me so happy and and um it made me smile that um ray felt she could confidently sort of share this because it's you know an enormous uh, life change and everything and um and also being able to rebrand so you can now go check out um ray you're a zombie um as the as the the anime uh, kids say b-a-e on the end i love that it's just a fantastic um style of doing it and they're uh, using the vtubing tuber software to 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 be able to you know use avatars and things to feel more comfortable yeah. and still keep like a camera interactive kind of presence and things um because you know these these you know uh, uh certain physiological aspects and, and limitations of going through these kind of uh, experiences uh, um, and, and you want to avoid the kind of obvious thing of like, but you don't look like Ray, um, uh, kind of, you know what I mean? Yeah. And it, But it just made me so happy, and I just wanted to kind of share that here um, because um, we've got many uh, friends, uh, streamers and non-streamers, you know, viewers and um, uh, directly and, and as part of our broader set of communities that we interlink with um, that are... Um, very progressive and um and and celebrate and embrace this diversity and you know and i can certainly from speak from point of view of like you know heterosexual male growing up in like old school kind of britain mm-hmm. uh in the, in, the, in the era and everything and and europe's a lot more open and and and, and typically speaking uh, uh um but but you know the world is is or let's say the the media and 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 to a certain degree nurturing and, and old school education and things that i went through were definitely not kind of um all embracing and and yeah. and uh, uh you know now it's the thing and now you must be and, and all that kind of stuff but um it, it it certainly i was i felt nurtured through a system that made those kind of things uncomfortable and like i'm still learning and and and, and sort of try to make my sort of humorful remarks about about how i might get things wrong or not understand a certain word or a category or something like that um because i I personally also don't believe in categories i think people should just be who they are and and everyone should just hopefully enjoy that as long as not as long as you're not hurting anyone else but anyway and so i like from my life experience I, i i can see it from the how this is not easy and how this is not um how how so much of life isn't 
predestined to to kind of accept and embrace these things. And that just made me really happy that that we've got a platform here and the ability to reach out and just kind of embrace everybody and and mm. accept them and enjoy their creativity and sharing what they're able to to kind of bring to the world. And that's why I just wanted to bring that up as my something to share about, something to smile about, sorry. I, I always love a good story about kind of self-realization and, mm. and knowing where you fit in. Mm -hmm. It's it's good. That's always something that makes me smile. Mm. That's good. As a last something that makes us smile, we did receive one comment on the last uh, episode, mm -hmm. which really deeply moved me. And it ties into what we started out with, with thank you for the comments, questions, and feedback. This is, a, this is a comment from somebody uh, that says, I can only speak personally, but I can never thank either of you enough for being there when I needed to think about other things rather than the medical issues that I've been dealing with for some time. Being able to switch off even for a short while from what I've been dealing with has helped me mentally. Laughter is often quoted as being the best medicine. I firmly believe it has helped me to keep a level of humor as well as the physical benefits that being able to maintain a positive mental attitude can bring. You too have been a major contributor to this. And it kind of circles back to why I stream. It circles back to why I wish to be a full-time entertainer and content creator. It circles back to every single time I at the start of my stream say I'm humbled and thankful for everybody who shows up every time I hit that start stream button. It circles back to every time Grumble says thank you at the end of his streams with the emotional music in the background before raiding somebody. It circles back to all of these things that give us a meaning of what we do. It's yeah, and it, it is giving me a, a very big and, and very happy smile. Like mm -hmm. we were talking a genuine smile. It's not just a guffaw at laughter at something, at a kid mm -hmm. saying daddy is shit, the bad word. You know, it's, it's this is a bigger smile than that. Yeah. It's a different smile, but it's a bigger smile in some way. Exactly. And uh, yeah, I can only echo that sentiment. It's... Uh always an honor and privilege to be able to spend some time and uh, attempt in, in in my own way and in all of our respective ways to uh, to bring some uh, to bring some humor to bring some something to smile to something to laugh to you know be it the distraction that's needed whatever it may be and I feel that we're uh, we're able to do that on a on a very regular and consistent basis and uh and thank you for giving us that feedback because um we hope and trust that that's what we're doing but it's also nice to to know it to hear it to read it and to and to see the 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 real feeling um that that brings um so thank you with that being said with that being done this has been exit podcast so it's goodbye for me goodbye from Rome. Bye. Also, we haven't forgotten about role-playing. We will bring it back next time. Yep, we will. <laughs> Bye. Bye.